0: Like a warm, hot cocoa in front of the fire, it's Short and Sweet Parenting Tips.
1: So we are back with Short and Sweet Parenting Tips talking about team family. Robbie is joining me here for part one of getting into the nitty gritty. Hello,
0: Short and Sweet Parenting team.
1: Yes, team. Woo woo! (laughs) So here are a few activities and then next week we'll finish off with a couple more. I think what really ended up building a team atmosphere in our family was creating traditions. I'm talking weekly, seasonally, and around holidays. And a lot of that has to do with being in the military. We don't often have the same house or the same town or, you know, there's not a lot of constants. So I feel like that's one reason we create traditions is to have that kind of cyclical, um, I don't know if security is the right word, but that structure in place. You
0: know, one of the reasons we do this is because it provides stability for the kids, right? So regardless of what house we're in, what state we're living in, there is a a sense of stability. There's a sense of structure uh, that they can depend on and lean on. Uh, when there's a lot of other uncertainty in their lives, right? So that's part of why traditions are such an important factor for us. And every family has traditions, and so I'm sure if you were to look at your family, you would be able to point to the traditions that you all look forward to or that you do, whether that's over the holidays or whether it's a summer vacation or a particular event that you do on a regular basis. All those sort of things are traditions that your children look forward to And it provides them security and structure in a pretty chaotic world.
1: That's a good point because it is a pretty chaotic world. The ones we're going to talk about now are a more regular rotation, like a weekly type thing or a regular basis. And we touched a little bit when we were talking about being intentional about setting days aside and planning ahead. Uh, But these are things that kind of always have space in our calendar so much that Some of them we don't even write in our calendar. It's just an understood.
0: So the first one is that every Sunday night we do a family movie. And so we rotate, right? This is part of the fun is that we rotate Mm -hmm. who gets to pick the movie. And then we also rotate who gets to pick what sort of food that we're eating. And usually that's some kind of a takeout or to-go type of option and then it just rotates. So this weekend it's Brooks', Brooks choice, choice for the movie
1: and your choice for the food oh because we we always kind of have it where if, if you did the movie last week, you would do the food this week. This tradition has been going on since right around the time you deployed. Years. Years. Yes, like 2012. Almost 9 years we've been doing this and we honor this most Sundays um it's kind of our sacred family time where we we set that time aside, and yes, there are exceptions, but on a regular basis, we don't entertain anything that can be scheduled during that time regularly and we I remember when we moved to Germany, we were living in a German hotel, and we still did family movie. We went to the lounge military lounge, and we plugged in the crudes i think and and got whatever german takeout down the street and so you know this this is a nice portable one i think that's another another good thing about it
0: yeah and it's good and the kids get to pick and the the rule is you know you have to be engaged during the movie so even if it's not your pick we're all watching the movie and so uh, i have seen my share of my little ponies and brats. Brats. The brats. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, and the girls have seen their, their share of movies that Anne and I grew up on as well. And so it's just a way to kind of continue the different uh, traditions that span generations.
1: The guideline is that the movie has to be appropriate for everyone who's watching. Some of the movies even Robbie and I grew up on are not really appropriate all the time. One other note, just kind of this is how our regular rotation works. The girls' weekly chores need to be done before family movie on Sunday. So they know that Sunday is their deadline for homework and for weekend chores. And I discussed chores at length in a previous podcast. But that's kind of their deadline. And that's what keeps us from getting behind on chores, everyone kind of understands that's what they're working toward. Again, there are exceptions, but that's kind of the general rule. All right, moving on to the family activity. And we did that for a while uh, during a season where I think you were pretty busy and you would work a lot on Sundays and we weren't, weren't leaving town very often. So what we would do is have a weekly activity Saturday afternoon and we would take turns, again, you know, take turns and, and rotate who would choose the activity. I think I did quite a bit of, we were living in a different town then, I did quite a bit of research as far as indoor activities, outdoor activities, so we could kind of look ahead of time, then you're not drawing a blank as far as, uh what do we do, you know, we're tired of going bowling or whatever, you know, I just... If you can search kids' activities to do in whatever your town is, um, that, that's a good start.
0: Yeah, Groupon's usually got some interesting things. You can right. take a look at what's in the kind of the weekly free magazines to look at. Um, you can take a look at different websites just to see kind of what's going on in the community and, and find things. So it doesn't even have to cost anything. Many of them could be free. You try to line up a hike. Um, we, you could line up, Hey, we want to go to do geocaching, which is free to go do and it gets you outdoors and exploring the area around you.
1: Um, another idea is to check with your convention and visitors bureau, because I know in the town where we lived, where we did these afternoon activities, the convention and visitors bureau, they had a whole list of kids activities, some of them free, some of them cost. And so, uh, that's a really good resource too. Agreed. Yeah, and I think we would usually tack a snack on, we we would do it in afternoons between lunch and dinner, so we wouldn't necessarily be eating out, so that was part of it too, but usually it would incorporate a snack somewhere in there. One of the activities we enjoyed doing in that town was a coffee place that, how would you describe it?
0: It was a place to go in and and do gaming, is really what it was, it was a gaming um, board game I mean not like video games not just video wanna... games right so it was a place to go and play games with your family or with friends and they had a little coffee bar and they had little snacks And you could pay by the hour and so you could go try out different board games or card games or uh, you know things that maybe you didn't want to go pay $50 to buy the board game so you could go try it out and see if it worked for you
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that, and it was indoors. So it was kind of an all weather, an all weather activity. Right. One other thing about family activity, a criteria we had was to actually be active and kind of play as a family. Not every time, but that was a focus and kind of a goal.
0: That's true. I mean, we went and did some uh, indoor rock climbing as another one that we did. A lot of tramp, jumping and trampoline places that we've been to. So yeah. Hiking, like you said.
1: So uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I hope that this gave you some food for thought to see if there might be a tradition or a way that you can use activities to just kind of increase the closeness and the team atmosphere. And next week, we'll finish off suggestions for activities and traditions that might spark some ideas for you and your family. So thanks, Robbie.
0: You're welcome, (laughs) Ann.
1: Short and sweet parenting tips, fresh ideas in bite-sized portions.